Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hey, 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 welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast, everyone. I am one of your co-hosts, Jill Dunn. I'm here, as always, with my lovely co-host, Carlene Higgins. How are you, Carlene? I'm great. Hi, everyone. Jill's being very gracious because we just recorded this intro and I didn't hit record. A little behind the scenes moment and I'm making her do it again. <laughs> That's so great. This oh, is the theme she's of our taking summer. it with so much grace. I love it. We're here every single Wednesday delivering the breakthrough people, products and moments in beauty. I know we have a lot of new listeners in the mix, but, you know, Carlene and I tried to plan back in May to like really bank some great content and get ahead and work ahead because with a weekly schedule, you know, we're always keeping up and it doesn't matter how much we plan. We're always booked and busy. And actually, I just want to flag that we have a special bonus episode coming out next Monday. So July 31st. So we have not one, but two episodes dropping next week. We're just not taking it easy this summer. I know we're actually working double time. So (laughs) I'd like to complain to the boss, please. Who's the boss around here? Um, So everybody needs to tune in this coming Monday because we have a special bonus episode, as Jill said, and it's our Hall of Fame update. So if you've been riding with us for a while, you'll know about our Hall of Fame. It's H-A-U-L of Fame. Um, You can find it on our website at breakingbeautypodcast.com. And this is something we created over a year ago where we really curated the best of the best products in our opinion. So, you know, pretty much on a monthly basis, we have our hashtag damn goods episodes where we review a lot of products. So we basically just went into that laundry list and we were like, okay, what do we actually use every day? What can we not part with? So Mm -hmm. you can think of this almost like the Breaking Beauty Awards and it needed a little cleanup, a little makeover. I mean, there's just always so much moving and shaking in the beauty industry. So stuff had, we had to say bye-bye to some stuff. We introduced some new favorites And I think it's really just handy to have it all in one spot. So we talk through all of these decisions on the episode that's coming out on Monday. So a little bonus when you're out on your hot girl walk this summer. And then, of course, we have our regularly scheduled programming on Wednesday. We never miss a Wednesday. So we'll see you twice next week. But before we get to that today, we have such an exciting founder episode. And Carlene, you and I have been wanting to speak to this founder probably since we started our podcast, which was way back in 2017. And this founder broke all of the rules, broke the mold. And that is Jared Blandino. 
That's right. Jared is practically a celebrity in the beauty world at this point. He and his husband of over 25 years, I think it's 28 years, Jeremy Johnson, they launched Too Faced, which of course was breakthrough in so many ways. They were the first brand to launch a glitter eyeshadow, better than sex mascara, completely iconic, number one selling mascara in the US. And even when they sold the brand to Estee Lauder, it was a landmark deal in Lauder's history, $1.45 billion. That was back in 2016. Yeah, it was definitely kind of unheard of at the time. And so that's why I always think with these second acts with these founders, like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, if I sold a brand for one and a half billion dollars, like, bye bye to the podcast. Like, I love you, but I would probably just, (laughs) you know, hang up my microphone forever and go relax. And so today we're going to be learning all about Jared's sort of second act, if you will, because they have very exciting news to share He and Jeremy, the dynamic duo, they are back with this beauty incubator called Toy Box Brands. Yes. So they actually just launched their first brand out of the toy box, as it were, yesterday. It's called Diamond Drunk, and it's a diamond cleaning system. Very cool. Very like elegant. Looks like a piece of art on your nightstand. Really out of left field. I don't think anybody saw this coming but we're going to find out why it made all kinds of sense and actually why it's very personal to Jared. If you own a piece of Elizabeth Taylor's jewelry, you're going to need somewhere to take care of it. Yeah. Like, trust me, (laughs) he told us that story. You you all will hear it upcoming and it's, it's really incredible, very special. So of course there's the diamond drunk, but in about a month's time, they are actually launching a brand new makeup line called Polite Society. It's going to be at Ulta. It's going to be in more than 700 doors. And it's going to be kind of a whole new take on beauty for 2023. Yes. And then we get a sneak peek into what's launching next, which is a capsule makeup collection with Madonna for her upcoming tour. So, so very cool. And we also get, you know, sort of the behind the scenes and what it's like to create a brand in 2023 in the makeup space. So covering everything from, you know, a no-no list and very high up there is a sort of no-no trolls zone Mm -hmm. for Jared. So we're kind of peeling back the curtain and understanding a little bit about his mindset and where he's at with sort of that conversation that's happening in beauty online in 2023. So let's get into our chat. Here he is, Jared Blandino. This episode is brought to you in part by Relief Band. So I shared with you guys recently that my family and I are headed to Europe this summer. There's going to be planes, there's going to be ferries, automobiles. And it actually reminded me of the time that we went on our last big trip abroad to Mexico. And I do remember both kids getting car sick on one of our road trips. So even though they're a few years older now, they do from time to time complain about tummy aches when we're headed out of town to see their grandparents. And I just am thinking about those windy roads in Croatia and I need to be prepared. So I was thrilled when Relief Band reached out to us to try their innovative product. If you haven't heard of it, Relief Band is the number one FDA cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting, whether it's motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, and even chemotherapy. And just like the name suggests, Relief Band is a band you wear on your wrist 
to give you relief from nausea. So I really like that idea for my kids. It works with your body. It's drug-free and has zero side effects. So it is safe. My kids can actually enjoy the scenery instead of being knocked out the whole time. And Relief Band, because it treats and prevents nausea, it'll definitely be in our carry-on as a just-in-case item. I'll have it on the boat before anything gets choppy. I don't want to see anyone turning green. So listen up, moms. If you always have a flashlight on hand for a blackout or a first aid kit on hand for emergencies, then you need a relief band for those unexpected nausea moments. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for Breaking Beauty listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code BEAUTY, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code BEAUTY for 20% off plus free shipping. Welcome to Breaking Beauty Podcast, Jared Blandino, the man, the myth, the legend. We're so excited to have you join us on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Yay! Thank you for coming in. Honestly, this is like a dream moment because you you honestly are such an icon in the business. I do think off the hop, we do need to give you our sincerest condolences because we have been on your feed and I know you've had a loss in the family. And so yeah, we just honestly Thank wanted you. to share that our sincerest condolences. Well, that means you. a lot to me. Thank you. This it's been really, really hard. I lost my father about a week and a half ago and we were incredibly close. So yeah. this is an opportunity for me to just kind of go back into the glittery space and change my head space and just have a little fun for for an hour. So thank you guys so much for inviting me here. I really needed it in so many ways. That's beauty for you. It's a safe space. Yeah, thank we appreciate you, so you being here. So on that note, you know, we want to start like we always do with our founder chats at the very beginning. Like, what are three words that someone that knew you back in the day, maybe how they would describe you growing up? Oh, OK. OK. <laughs> Fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, wild. Creative. OK. I believe I believe all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in a cartoon world, you know, talking about my father and my mom. They really created a safe space where this this artistic kid could flourish and dream a world into reality. And I wasn't forced to really always have to deal with the harshness of the cruel world. I got to just have fun and, and dream and, and invent things and believe that Santa Claus was real and the Easter Bunny was going to hop into my bedroom at any <laughs> moment and just really believe in the magic and the and the fun part of life. Yeah. Stoking that imagination. And where where was this? Where was home for you? I grew up in Southern California, Orange County. Yeah. My mom grew up in Laguna and um, my dad is a first generation Italian. So he was on the East Coast and moved here. Okay. And uh, had had me and my sister. So what did you think you would be when you would grow up? What was the plan? I was 100% going to be like Ricky Schroeder. That was like my path. I was going to fight, get on a sitcom and I was going to just change the world. And in fact, when I was in grade school, a group of producers came to my school and they were casting for after school specials. Oh, Do you yeah. remember those? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. They taught us everything we needed to Still, know about life. Truly like indelible impression. <laughs> One of the reasons I've never like really tried anything ex- too experimental out there because I'm like, there was too many life lessons in those after school specials. <laughs> right? I swear. <laughs> We we learned those lessons after school in a nice half hour little you know episode. But 
Anyway, I was cast in a, I was I was offered a role in an after school special for ABC. And my Italian father said, absolutely not. You're not doing that. That's Hollywood. That's drugs. You know, we're not mm-hmm. you're not doing that. Mm-hmm. I was devastated. So as I got older, you know, I got myself an agent without them knowing when I was 16 and I was booking commercials and, and you know, really trying. Wow. And my parents would always find out and like put the kibosh on it. So I was like, I got to figure something else out because this ain't going to work. You know, my parents are just like not letting this happen. Yeah. But, you know, when I found beauty, it was a miracle because I was that kid who was kind of creative and wild and really didn't want to live in reality. And my friends were getting ahead further than I was. They were getting accepted to different schools and they were getting jobs. And I was like, shit, I think I'm a loser. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even like keep a job. I got fired from Pier 1 Imports because I climbed the pile of rugs to the very top and I was playing Aladdin. I was like, look at me. I thought they were going to be so impressed, right? Yeah. I scaled this like 30 foot high pile of rugs and they're like, you can leave. You know? Oh my God. Best. I will share with you that I was fired as well when I was, I was a university student. And I do think it was one of the best things to happen to me because I was so devastated I was like, I will never, that will never happen to me again. I will be the best. Even if I'm photocopying people's stuff or getting them coffee, it yeah. will never have anything to critique about me again. And it lit a fire, let me tell you. You were better than I was because I got fired all the time. <laughs> I was like, they don't get it. They don't deserve me. And then I'd go to the next one. Get I got, you know, I got fired a lot, right. actually. <laughs> But it was because I believed like they just don't get it. They don't see what I see. They don't they, they're not doing it right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So now we know why you're an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. So from Pier One to the beauty counter, like talk about that like journey. How did you end up getting into the beauty world? So I was just trying to find my way. And, and my cousin Lori and her best friend I grew up with, Mary, they were these gorgeous girls. They were so hot. They didn't even know how hot they were. They were those kinds of girls. And they were funny. And I just loved them. And so one weekend we went to a club and, you know, drank too much and just were hot messes. But I think that it was Saturday night. And that Sunday, none of us had jobs. Mary's aunt had died and left her money. So we were just all riding that wave. She had an apartment in Newport Beach. We were living our lives. Nobody had money. Mm-hmm. And our parents would kind of funnel money to us. And she and my cousin Lori decided that, you know, they were going to go get jobs. And there was an Estee Lauder hiring fair at Santa Anita Racetrack or something. I don't know. So I like put shorts on and a t-shirt and I just kind of got myself together and I was just going to hang out with the girls while they did this. And as like hundreds of people were going through this line, I was hanging out in the lobby unbeknownst to me with every executive and coordinator and, you know, whoever, and just kind of was delighting them and having fun and acting, you know, just totally Jared. And by the end of that, they offered me a job, but I was teaching art to kids, which I loved. I loved it. And I was like, no, no, I don't need a job. I'm an art teacher and I love it. But I ended up quitting slash getting fired and I needed a job. So I called one of the coordinators that I had met and she offered me a job and it was a hundred miles round trip away. And I was like, I'll do it. And I would drive to Palos Verdes every day to the Bullock's Women's Only Store. It was an experimental store. Only They only sold women's stuff. And I just, everything went from black and white into color. I found my place. I became the highest grossing salesperson within that store within like a week. I just loved it. And it was my opportunity to be every woman's gay best friend for five minutes, help them evolve into the best version of themselves. And I just loved it. And I ended up getting fired from <laughs> How many times have you been fired? fired for real? Guys, I'm kind What's of realizing I've been, it's not good. Well, maybe it is good. So, okay. You know, Estee Lauder gift. Yeah. 
Okay, so back in the day, it was like a circus. So this one woman came up and was like, if I spend $300, can I have three gifts or whatever? And I was like, sure. I, I didn't know the rules. I was like, I was new. So I was giving everybody like breaking it down, getting my little calculator out. You spend whatever, you get how many gifts. And the, and the security called me up during gift. And I was like, you know, loving it, right? Like I'm in the middle of it. I'm exceeding goals. I'm breaking records. And they sat me down. They're like, did you give two gifts to a woman? And I was like, y- y- probably. Yeah. <laughs> like I got to go. Like there's a million people downstairs. They're like, well, it says here on the poster, it's one per customer. Oh boy. And I was like, shut up. Like, what are you talking about? I got to get down there. Anyway. So I got up to leave. Cause I'm like, I got people to help the store manager, my department manager from cosmetics, everyone's in a meeting and I walk in, I just bust in and I'm like, I quit, you know, because <laughs> I was so, I think I had just been fired actually, <laughs> but I was so devastated and I thought they'd all come rallying to my yeah. defense, but they didn't. And SEO Lauder was like, we'll move you. We love you. But they just, they just were taking too long. So I had to kind of take it onto my own hands. Yeah. By the way, what you said earlier, totally, Jared, that that's an amazing name for a potential your podcast, future podcast. Totally, oh, Jared. Let's do it. Totally, Jared. Totally, Jared. Right? <laughs> it's totally, Jared. <laughs> yes. I got so used to other people saying that. That's so Jared. That's totally Jared. That, like I owned it. Right. You can own it now. So, of course, then we know that you and your now husband, Jeremy Johnson, co-founded Two Face. So you've been together for more than 25 years. So we've been together 28 years, if you can believe it. I was a child. We met at a hair salon in San Francisco. I used to fly up there when I was very young to go see my friend who lived up there and get my hair, my natural blonde put in. <laughs> and I met Jeremy there and he was just this dynamic, crazy kid with long hair. He looked like, he looked like Mowgli from the jungle book. He was cute and thin and wild. And I was there for a weekend and we were at his apartment and I had this articulated thought guys, and this has never happened before. And it's never happened since. And I had this, I heard God say like, Jared, focus on this kid. Like he's going to be something. He's going to be big one day. Like you, you, you need to focus. Don't miss this. And I remember thinking, what the hell? He's like this wild, weird kid, like, you know, hopping around. And it was true. So I, I kind of focused and I paid attention to him. And we've li- really never been apart since. And it was like kind of this destiny thing. He's he's a business genius. He just was born with it. I, I, he's the most incredible mind. He has the most insane instincts and I'm the creative side. And together we created something pretty special and magic. Yeah. So let's rewind then to 1998. So, you know, there's a Clinton Lewinsky scandal going on. Victoria and David Beckham just get engaged. So what happened that got you guys to start Two Faced? So after I was fired from the Palos Verdes store, I called just around. I thought I'm going to get myself another job. And I called Saks and asked for the department manager. Mm -hmm. This is another God thing. Instead of sending me to the department manager, they sent me to the Estee Lauder counter. Who answers the phone? A girl named Yvonne, who I met as a rotating artist. And I said, hi, can I speak to the, you know, department manager? She said, Jared. And I'm like, Yvonne, (laughs) right? And so there wasn't a job, but she knew I was kind of like a little superstar. So she called her her executive and they brought me down for an interview and there wasn't a job. And they said, uh, her name was Liz Grant. And she said, I hear you're like some superstar. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, I don't have a job for you. I'm like, then why am I here? Right. And she said, I'll give you four hours a week and you can show me what you'll do. And I go, you're going to give me full time for a week and you can fire me after that if I don't exceed your expectations. And so anyway, I ended up getting that job 
And while I was behind uh, the counter at Saks working with celebrities and I, it was the funnest group of people, I was realizing in that stage in the late 90s, everyone was taking makeup so seriously. It was like step one, step two, step three. Mm-hmm. Don't break any rules. It was very like serious. And I was like, why are y'all taking this so seriously? It's so much fun. It's so much fun to be a girl. You can reinvent yourself every day. You know, now boys get to do that too. But at the time they weren't. And I just started destroying every tester in the department, trying to create these things that I thought Fran Drescher would come in. She was going to the Emmys. You should stand out. You should wear this or, you know, different celebrities were coming in. So I got craft glitter from the store and I would chop it into a blush and I was just melting things in the microwave and bringing them back in those little like Tupperware cups, you know. Mm-hmm. And I eventually got caught from security again. Why are you taking products home that people are buying and bringing it back in these little Tupperware things? Because their assistants would pick it up later, right? Right. I'd have them buy 15 things and they'd come back and there would be like four containers to take home. And I was like, oh, this isn't going to work for me. Like, I, you know, I've always felt creatively rebellious. Like if rules don't make sense to me, I can't adhere to them, you know. And Jeremy's great genius business mind was like, let's do something. And he took me seriously and I created what turned out to be the first glitter eyeshadow. And we created Too Faced through that experience. I think one thing that's amazing about the Too Faced story is that, you know, there were a lot of firsts. The lip plumper, lip injection. Yeah. And Born This Way Foundation had a huge, you know, that was a huge hit as well. But it was actually a mascara, the Better Than Sex mascara, that really Mm -hmm. took beauty history by storm because it became the number one best-selling mascara in the U.S. for a long time. And around the world, yeah. Yeah, and there were a lot of mascaras around. So in theory, that didn't seem so groundbreaking. Like, what do you think made it so special? There's a couple things. I I know how to do a lot. And there's a couple things that I really know every secret to. And that's lip plumpers and mascaras. And I, because I went to the hair industry, I went, you know, I saw different avenues of innovation. And when I finally got the formula that I wanted, it was really based on a false eyelash look that my sister at her wedding, her lashes were peeling up. And I'm like, there has to be a better way to do this. More volume, more lift, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, I really kind of went into different peptides and ingredients that were in hair and in shampoos and things. And created this incredible formula. And when we got the formula mixed with the brush that I created off Marilyn Monroe's dimensions as just like this lark because nothing was working. And this hourglass shape brush worked. When one of my product development executives tried it on, I went, shit, that's better than sex. I literally just said it. <laughs> Everybody laughed. And of course, I wanted to put it into a pink tube and everyone resisted. You can't put a mascara in a pink tube. Nobody will respect it. You can't call something better than sex. I had to write letters to to retail executives saying that Marilyn Monroe said, you know, her first time on Broadway was better than sex. There's a cake called better than sex. Like I had to really sell it, kick down doors, you know, and, and, and I just pushed it forward. And so better than sex with the formula, with the pink tube. Now pink mascaras yeah. are a category. I don't know if you know that within private equity, everybody has mm-hmm. a pink mascara and it helped in you know, my own little way change culture. Grateful that Macy's is supporting our show this week. So it's officially Leo season and it's Carlene's birthday week. So happy birthday to my pod wife for life. And I feel like Leo's, they give such strong main character energy in the summer. And for the rest of us who want to tap into that vibe, you know, be the main character in our own movie of our own life, you can get inspired and own your style at Macy's. 
So Macy's has all kinds of epic style and beauty musts, whether you want to pair a skin tint with a bold lip and beach waves. I feel like that's something that Carlene really leans into and wears quite a lot in the summer or on the style front. I'm kind of vibing with like a linen uniform right now. So um, relaxed linen shorts with a linen vest and a neutral palette, and then pair that with a bunch of like a cluster of bold, chunky stacked rings and an oversized raffia tote. Like basically I want to look like I could be on vacation at any moment. Like someone invite me on your private jet. I'm there. And I've also got my eye on a pair of metallic effect silver denim that I'd style with like a simple white t-shirt and strappy sandals for a night out. That's definitely main character vibes. And if you need a little help finding your style footing, or if you're a veteran that just needs a pointer, pair up with a Macy's personal stylist. Love this idea. They'll help you put your look together either in store or from the comfort of your own home, or maybe you're on a cottage dock and you're planning your outfits. Lucky you. Wherever is the most convenient for you. Best of all, it's totally free. So head over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. For all the inspo and must-haves you need right now, visit macy's.com slash own your style. We'll link to these URLs in our show notes and on our website. Now back to the show. So I read in WWD Beauty that it was quoted in the next eight to 10 years, we'll probably do 16 brands with five on the docket (sighs) already regarding toy box brands, which when our listeners are listening to this episode will have launched yesterday. Oh, how exciting. Yeah. So what made you decide to launch not just one brand, but an incubator from which to launch many brands? What was that choice? Okay. So that number came from Jeremy and it's aggressive, but I'll explain it because it's not, it's not all huge brands. There's a lot there. So Jeremy, his insane business mind, our old president and CFO, Eric, we kind of put this band back together and we have this amazing creative force this this we're a machine we're all a bunch of kind of misfits but when we get together we're the most powerful group of people we have the most fun so we wanted to create kind of a a world where we could do anything obviously polite society and diamond drunk were the first two i created a line for my friend madonna's tour based on tours of her past iconic looks that she that she had um, from the past that I thought all of your fans are going to want. So there's that's considered a, a kind of another little micro line. Mm-hmm. I have uh, ambitions to do a hot sauce geared towards women because all hot sauces are geared towards men. They have roosters on them and skulls and crossbones on them. And <laughs> I thought, like, let's make something pretty and geared towards women because every girl I know brings a hot sauce into the office and we're all loving hot sauce. So it could be a one skew thing. It could be a whole line thing. I I, I don't want to just create things to create them, but I have so much in my heart and my soul that if I could pass ideas off and we'll like create them together, then yeah. th- I think that would be so much fun. Okay, let's talk about Diamond Drunk. I had to read that a few times when I first saw the uh, press release come in. So this is going to launch on July 26th, like Carlene mentioned. So this might be a surprise to people because it's not exactly beauty. It's like beauty adjacent. So... Tell us where did this idea come from? Okay, so I love anything sparkly. You know, being the godfather of glitter, like I'm, <laughs> I love anything sparkly, anything that's going to shimmer and glimmer. But I also, especially through COVID, learned the importance of being clean and, and and keeping yourself, you know, healthy. And you know, Jeremy, I've been blessed enough to to have a beautiful ring, and through the years, Jeremy's given me upgrades. Or I just love the artistry of jewelry, and and it's something that really means a lot to me because it's emotional. But I wanted to always keep them looking their best and keeping them clean. So 
I wear my ring every day, like a lot of us do, but we're touching doorknobs, Uber handles, phones, you know, whatever. And so I started to clean my ring every single night, just thinking, especially through COVID, how important it is that our hands stay clean, you know, and then I did some research and discovered that after wearing your rings, watches, earrings, bracelets that you wear every day in two days, those pieces of jewelry have bacteria and viruses on them. So if you think about it like that, it's just, it's not just about caring for them, but it's about caring for yourself. So I created this beauty ritual. So I put my ring in a fluid, you know, I created it every night. It was non-toxic because a lot of the jewelry cleaners out there have ammonia and they're antiquated and it's all chemical and it's, it's not safe for your skin. So I went about through my ability to create products, working with labs to create diamond drunk and, and I wanted it beautiful. So it's a concentrate that you pour into this beautiful vessel. They're scented with fine fragrance scents and you just keep it on your counter and you put your rings and things on it every single day. Things aren't crashing a little place for your earrings. It's larger for bracelets and bangles. And it just is a, it's just a beauty ritual for your jewelry. So as you go at night, go to take a shower, wash your hair, clean your face, put your jewelry in for a little night of pampering beauty sleep. And in the morning, when you get yourself ready, the last thing you do, put your lipstick on in the mirror, rinse off your ring, put it on, you're out the door, honey, and you're just sparkling and you're Love looking it. your best. And for our listeners who Love can't it. see it right now, it's basically the size of like a really nice luxe candle. So it would like sit on your vanity and it looks like a piece of decor, really. I really wanted it to integrate yeah. into beautiful, you know, environments. So it looks a little kind of like a little retro piece you might have found at a flea market in Paris yeah. um, with a very modern shape. I created this crystalline little coaster. So in case you've got marble countertops or anything, and you do a little spillage, it's going to catch it. I've thought of everything, <laughs> honey. And I need to ask you, because I read this about you, that you apparently own a piece of Elizabeth Taylor diamond jewelry collection. Yes, I do. So tell us the backstory. And do you believe that jewelry, you know, carries sort of energy? Energy. Absolutely. Energy and aura. Absolutely. So when Jeremy and I got engaged, we got married in 2008. I I count the entire time because I couldn't get married. And for it was legal for 10 minutes in 2008. And so I'd already been given a nice size ring. And when Jeremy proposed to me at the Plaza Hotel, he had a replica of Elizabeth Taylor's ping pong diamonds made for me. And it's this really romantic story where Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton, you know, were together. They had this furious, amazing, incredible love affair. And she had this giant rock that she would wear around. But one night in Gustav, they were filming a movie and, and Richard Burton wanted Elizabeth Taylor to play ping pong with her. And she was like, leave me alone. I don't play ping pong. He's like, darling, please play ping pong with me. And she was like, no. And he goes, listen, if you win, I'll take you down the street to the little jewelry shop, which was Van Cleef and Arpel, mm-hmm. a little jewelry shop. And I'll buy you any diamond you want. So, of course, she perks up, plays <laughs> ping pong. Whether he lets her win or not, I don't know. She wins. And hand in hand, they stroll down to Van Cleef and Arpel. And together they go in and he says, you know, and they're, they're all excited, right? Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton are here. Damn, like they're, they can hear the registers ringing. Yeah. And he says, I'm here to buy Elizabeth a diamond, but it must be flawless and perfect like her. And she chooses this suite of little tiny diamonds. And maybe they're like a carat each. Mm. And they were three little diamonds. And they were called the ping pong diamonds. And when someone would come up to her later and say, Elizabeth, let me see your ring, meaning her 33 carat ring. She would always show him the ping pong diamonds and giggle and think that was so funny. And I just thought it was so romantic. And so Jeremy had a replica made and he proposed to me with that. And I wore it around my neck till the day we were married. And then a, a year or two later, I think 2011, they came up for auction and Jeremy um, bought them for me. Aww. And I have 
those original three ping pong diamonds with my one replica on a chain. And occasionally I wear them around my neck. I love that. And feel that love. And I do believe absolutely diamonds hold love energy. And that's kind of why you... They say you don't want a diamond from a divorce. I mean, that's up to you. Put it in diamond drunk. It'll <laughs> cleanse it. It's fine. But you do want a ring from a loved one, from a grandparent, from someone who had a lovely, loving relationship because it absolutely holds that love. Energy. I've never heard that yeah. story before, but that's amazing about the Elizabeth Taylor. That's so cool. You own a piece of history, yeah. basically. That's... Yeah. And and I'm so, you know, we're, we're custodians mm-hmm. of our jewelry. It's going to live on. Like, you don't keep these mm-hmm. things forever. So... You know, it's just my honor to be the custodian for now and it will be passed mm-hmm. on. To, yeah. And for me, it's just the artistry of it, the romance of it, the the fact that it lives beyond you and it goes on to loved ones and it can have multiple lives past you. It means so much to me. Yeah. Very personal attachment to Diamond Drunk. Okay, let's talk about polite society because this is a, your upcoming makeup line. I think this is more what people might have been anticipating I mean, it's pretty surprising or amazing. I don't know what the word is that, you know, it's really only been a year since you left Too Faced that this has all come together and you're ready to launch. Um, I had a look at the dossier and it's very much that similar ethos to Too Faced that rules are meant to be broken. And now we've had this chat with you and we can we know where that comes from. That is totally Jared. So tell us, though, <laughs> how will polite society be different? How will you be, you know, taking it to the next level? I've evolved over the last 25 years since I created Too Faced. And I love Too Faced. So I mm-hmm. just want to put that out there. I just there's nothing but love there. But I've evolved and moved forward. And, 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 and there's a there's a modern version of me that I, I really wanted to express. But also through technology, through clean science, there's other ways of doing things. And I can't imagine what I would have done if I had to, like, how could you have an entire line that wasn't clean and then make it clean? Like it was such an opportunity mm-hmm. to start from scratch using new science, better choices, and, and to do things in a, in a really modern way for the modern world. And I also wanted to, again, inject my personality and my heart and my love into a brand that would help in its small, own little insignificant way, change culture to make us all love one another better, to break every rule that doesn't apply, to meet your own potential and to live your life in the fullest way you can with the most kick-ass products that will transform you at every moment in every way that deliver on their promises and that are made with planet-friendly ingredients and products and non-toxic you know, ingredients and, and things that are going to do good for you. So it was such an exciting opportunity mm-hmm. to, to get back into the game. The last couple of years, in, you know, Too Faced was purchased by Estee Lauder five years ago. And the last few years were very difficult for me. And it was a gift in the end because it lit a fire under my ass and made me want to do this again in the way that I know how to do it. Not this corporate way where everyone's got an opinion and everyone's in the room. Like I see myself as an artist and I don't mean that like in this, like I'm an artist, (laughs) but when, when you're creating something, it comes from your heart and your gut and your soul. And I want it to be the absolute best, most intensified version of my heart. And everything matters from the font to the, I I do the box copy. I do the box design. I create the products I create with my team, everything. And it's a love letter to my fans and to the world. And I, and I wasn't able to do that in that, in that way. And Mm -hmm. through that pain and through that frustration, I was given a gift. and, And that was just being reinvigorated and wanting to do it again. So we literally took not even 24 hours off. As soon as we left Estee Lauder and Too Faced, we were in Europe. We began the concept of polite society and the name, the colors, the concept was just very much a, a modern version of my heart. 
So what's going to be the hero product just out of the gate? What's the first thing we'll see from Polite Society? Is it the foundation? I think, you know, greatest lashes of all time is my challenge. It's like I'm, I'm putting it out there. They are the greatest okay. lashes of all time. And I'm going to prove it to you. Thick, lush, lifted for 16 hours. I mean, we actually took our before and afters on a cell phone. And I did not do this in a studio. I didn't do it with smoke and mirror. So you'll see on the box, it says these were taken with a phone. I want you to see how absolutely incredible and amazing this is. No special lighting, no special camera. It really is about showing you everything. So greatest lashes of all time, guys, I challenge you. This is going to be your new go-to. You're not going to be able to live without it. It's going to change your life. <laughs> I, so, I want to circle back and ask you about your no-no list because you you mentioned yeah. that. So I yeah. took a look at it. There's So your no-no list includes talc, parabens, animal testing, bullies, haters, and trolls. <laughs> Let's talk about that last part, because we are living in the social media age and, you know, there's a free speech debate raging. And that did seem to come up for Two-Faced. You know, there were moments that got heated. So what would you or could you do differently today? I think it's so important. Again, trolls, negativity, bigotry is just as toxic or more as parabens and mineral oil. So these are things that we will not tolerate and we will not be a part of. I just think it's important to live your truth, to uh, be the fullest version of you without apology, but also have the grace to let everyone else do the same. Mm -hmm. Not everyone has to think the way you think or vote the way you vote or pray the way you pray, but you must give them the grace and the space to do what they believe they need to do. And it is your job to share your truth through your heart, through your mind, through your spirit, and hopefully you'll enable people to grow through just being close to you. Mm. I always say, you know, if somebody doesn't believe in gay marriage or whatever, I want you to come sit next to me. Come sit next to me. Because by the time we've had dinner or the party's over or whatever, you're going to leave changed. Mm. And it might not change you completely, but just getting to know me is going to elevate you and open your heart. And it, it might even be in a micro way. And um, so for me, let's bring those people who are different than us closer to us so we can help evolve society in a better way. Let's look for the best in each other, not the worst. If somebody uses the wrong word or does the wrong thing, let's give them grace to learn, pick themselves back up and become a better person. We don't need to destroy everyone, yeah. you know, but also, at, you know, we have to look in the mirror and know that our words have power. And I've learned a lot. We need to put the best of ourselves out there through beauty, through our hearts, through our, what we say and how we mm -hmm. behave. Yeah. We need to reinvent a new era of polite society where being polite and kind has value. Be, you know, moving through the world with dignity and grace has value. That doesn't mean that sometimes you might need to show your teeth or break a rule or two that doesn't apply to you. Do it, but do it with grace and dignity and self-respect and with love. And that's integrated into the products. <laughs> Big mouth lip plumper, baby. You know, it's going to blow your lips and your mind up. But I hope I hope by reading the box and looking at our no, no list, it'll help connect to your heart. Everything I've ever done is emotional. Two Faced was emotional. I am emotional. I create products that hopefully people feel emotional about. And that's kind of part of the magic, you know? Yeah. We do want to talk about the performance of the products. What's in the box? So... In 1998, when you started, like we said, you you really came out with brand new products, glitter eyeshadow. Fast forward, and I mean, it's a totally different market now. We've haven't we yeah. seen it all? 
So my question to you is, you know, do you see kind of a glass ceiling or, you know, does the limit exist on innovation? Give me a glass ceiling. I'll smash the (laughs) shit out of it. I love it. Tell me I can't do something. That actually is what motivates me. For me, like with the products that I'm launching, the initial collection, like Big Mouth, which is an acronym, it's blueberry, infinity pepper and ginger root. These these are natural ingredients that, that work. It's elevating the efficacy of the formulas through the new available science. So our lip plumper is going to be too much for a lot of people. I push everything to the edge. So for me, my role at Polite Society is not to play it safe. I'm going to go right to the edge. I'm going to make sure your lashes are so thick, lifted and lush. It might be too much for you. Big mouth. Your lips are going to be so (laughs) plump. You're going to feel, honey, it hurts so good. That's our tagline. It's good. You're going to see it, feel it, live it. So if you're looking for something more like for everyone, we're, we're probably not your brand. If you're looking for something that's going to celebrate life, celebrate forms, go over the top, exceed your expectations and allow you to stand out and live life at every moment to its fullest. That's what, the, that's what it's about. And that's where the formulas come in. That's why they're so important. You can't just wrap it in a pretty package. Yeah. It's got to serve you. I don't know that anybody, I can't imagine someone saying if they're out there looking for a lip plumper, this is going to be too much for me. So we got (laughs) to dig into that for a second. Now, do you mean, because I also read a quote that you had said in WWD that it's on the cusp of, is it a drug or is it a makeup? So there's some kind of active ingredient in there. So maybe you could explain that. Like, is it going to be too much tangle or their lips are going to be fuller than they would like? What do you mean? Both. So there are a couple of things that I invented the secrets to along with other people. Yeah. And that's mascara and lip plumper. And I know every trick in the book. I push science to the very edge. Of course, I, I appreciate my legal team and my, you know, I want to, and Jeremy, don't look at me weird, Jeremy. I'm getting Hi, side Of course, everything is cosmetic, but it's right at the edge, boo. Like I'm, I, I want more. I want more. So for Big Mouth, there's a lot of natural ingredients in there, but it's the way they're encompassed and the, and the way the base allows it to be drawn into the lip to dilate blood vessels and activate, it is as extreme a result that you'll be able to achieve without going to a doctor. That would be my promise to you. Okay. Is it going to tingle? Is it going to burn? Oh, yeah, honey. <laughs> uh, let me. I, I just put it on. And I know you guys can't see because this is a podcast, but ladies, you can. It's it's actually comedy. <laughs> it, it's actually funny. When we got the final formula, a lot of my staff was like, this is too much here. You have to pull it back. You have to pull it back. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> give me more. Like, I love it. Like, I love it when people get scared. I love it when people are like worried as long as it's safe and it's good for you. And it is. And it's super hydrating. Your lips are going to feel moisturized. I actually put a beautiful glossy finish in it so you can wear it alone. But they get so big. And so it activates, baby. I can't, you don't feel yeah, it. You I can't wait to try it. that. And the hot sauce you're coming out with, like, eat some chicken wings with my lip plumper on and your hot sauce. <laughs> yes. I I will look forward fire, to that day. Straight fire. <laughs> Honey, you're a woman after my own heart. I love it. So there's 30 shades of the foundation. Are you going to develop more or what do you what was the choice? You know, we're launching exclusively at Ulta in America. And I'm so excited about that. But we had a certain amount of space that I yeah. could live in. And yeah, we are certainly going to be developing more colors as we get more space mm-hmm. within the store. Right. But we're launching, you know, in a certain uh, sized fixture. Yeah, um, We're actually launching, to be truthful, during their 21 Days of Beauty program we're so excited about. And we're on a temporary fixture, actually. So we're launching on a temporary <laughs> fixture that I got to build. And then, and you know, I think October 1st, we're launching into our real fixture in our real home, in a real aisle. 
but I'm just so excited about it. And they've been the most supportive, incredible group of people. I'm so I'm so grateful to have partnered with Ulta Beauty. And we're going into Mecca in Australia, who I love so much, and different places around the world. Wow, but amazing. Um, it's it's with friends. I, you know, I, I I don't want to do this again if I can't have fun and I can't be effective and I can't in my own little way speak mm-hmm. to you. And I'm not going to do it any other way. So I'm just so grateful for the people who have allowed me thus far to do what we're doing. And we want to talk about what's next, of course, and our listeners love a scoop. You dropped that little hint that you'd be launching a capsule makeup collection for Madonna's tour. So is there a tour? How is she doing your friends and also in business? Like, what can you share? Well, we're friends. And in fact, the collection for her tour came from just sitting on her couch eating popcorn. (laughs) And, you know, and as a fan, because I am, she's a great friend of mine. But as a fan, I'm like, where's that blonde ambition red? You should bring it back. And, you know, it was more just like I was begging her and she's like, well, just do it. So it came from that. And you're going to love it. But she's doing good. Thank you for asking. She's one of the most incredibly strong, loving, kind, generous, funny, normal people you would ever want to be around the most incredible, proactive mother. And she just um, will work herself to the very brink. And that's what happened. And she's taking care of herself and she's taking care of her family and she's going to be okay. And um, it was it it was scary. It was scary for everybody who loves her. But ain't nobody going to be keeping Madonna down, honey. So she's going to be fine. Okay, we're so glad to hear it. And we know our listeners will be as well. So you talked about how this capsule collection is based on her iconic moments and how she inspires you. Can you tell us a specific memory that you'll never forget? Like, let us into that friendship world. Well, I'll tell you, when I was a kid, a little gay boy growing up in Orange County, California, suburb, you know, suburbia, I remember her first moment when she was on the MTV Awards rolling around. And I actually got the funny real story later as a friend. But I just thought that is what a kick ass, strong, amazing human being woman could and should be. And through my whole life, she kind of helped. And my sister, who's rebellious and fabulous and crazy in her own way, develop my love for strong, powerful women who are, are strong within their sexuality, within their within their person, but but aren't doing it for others. They're doing it for themselves. You, do, do you know what I mean? There's a power in that. And she just embodies that on every level. But, it, it, you know, as a real person, she's also sensitive and sweet and funny and kind and thoughtful. It is driven in a way like nobody I've ever met. And it taught me that I don't have to retire. I don't have to give up. I don't have to stop dreaming. I don't have to see an end. I don't need to go sit on an island. <laughs> you know, we broke we broke records when we sold Two Face to Estee Lauder. And everyone, you know, asked, like, why aren't you just hanging out on an island? Why aren't you, you know, that sounds so boring to me. Yeah. And she's living a living testament to the fact that you can have it all, do it all and be it all. Yeah. I also wondered if down the line you might be coming out with some sort of product for your chihuahua. Clover. He's here right Clover. now. Clover. Are you going to get a little here you again? (laughs) Absolutely. You know, there are things that I love as a pet parent that I use that I would love to create and do. Yeah. Yeah. The future's limitless. And that's also something I want to say, you know, of course you have to focus and there's only so much, you know, time in a day, but with great, fantastic people around you that you trust, love and appreciate, you can do anything on any level. So I'm, I'm keeping everything open. I like to say yes. Yeah. Incredible. And just our last question for you, Jared, is, you know, we've named names in this episode and 
you're connected to so many people in the beauty industry. I remember we've, you know, spoke to Rianne Silva from Beauty Blender yeah. and she was talking mm-hmm. about you. And I know you know Natasha Denona and just there's so many YouTubers, of especially course. like Candy Johnson. So I know that they really appreciated your mentorship, especially and your friendship and in the beauty industry, which is frankly, in the past, it was known for a lot of, you know, people not collaborating. Yeah. Why is it that you are so willing to sort of lend a hand or be that person someone can call when they need some advice. Jill, I learned a long time ago, nobody needs to fail Mm -hmm. for me to succeed. And we are all here to hold each other and lift each other up. And, and if I can in any way help you be a better person, create a better product, find a better way, I'm here for you all day long. We're a community. I don't know why within our industry for a long time, there was so much competition and there was kind of so much side eye. I am a fan of all these beauty brands. Beauty Blender changed the freaking yeah. world, honey. Like she <laughs> she changed the way all of us apply makeup. And from Natasha and Candy is one of my best friends to Kat Von D to just everybody. I am a fan. And if I can in any way help you or help improve your experience or your life or, or help make you more money or make you more successful, I am here for that all day long, every day. Yeah. And that feeds my heart and my soul. And it literally, at the end of the day, makes me a happier, brighter, more successful person. Thank you so much for your time with us today. You were very generous sharing with us and we can't wait to try your new products. Believe me. Thank you so much for inviting me. I Again, I really needed this. I've been really down, obviously, and, and it's been really difficult. And on Monday, my father's funeral is coming and I'm speaking. And it's just been the most difficult thing I've ever been through in my life. And this, this, these minutes with you have made my heart feel whole. And I feel a sense of like sparkle in my spirit that I haven't felt. And I'm just really grateful. So thank, thank you. you. So thank you. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.